Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What is up, girl dads? I have finally done the thing that I'm pretty sure every parent out there would have told me not to do, and that is get our kid a puppy. Yeah, well, at least it was planned. Like, we were, it wasn't a surprise or anything like that. I didn't come home and be like, hey, here's a puppy. No, it wasn't anything like that, but it was not it's hard. <laughs> Let's just be honest here. So uh, I have to ask for your forgiveness. If you hear some some squealing in the background, it's because this puppy thinks his air-conditioned bathroom is like an Afghani prisoner of war prison type of thing. Like, it, he's ridiculous. He's a, he's a drama queen, man. Super drama queen. But he's super sweet, and it's totally... Like all of those things you see on social media where it's like, my dad didn't want this dog. And then now you see the dad all cuddling with the dog. It's exactly like that. This, he's a good dog. Not everything about it was ideal. So we, we went on vacation, right? We were gone for over a week. My wife's been looking, you know, keeping an eye out for dogs. We knew that we wanted to get my oldest uh, or one of, when she was about eight. And maybe this is morbid, but I consider it more realistic is that, at 18, she's going to be going off to college. And so we if she was going to get a dog, she needed it to be now because the average lifespan was is around 10 years. Now it seems like, you know, the breed that we got a golden doodle, you know, probably going to be like 12 years, 15. So we might have this dog past her, her time, uh, but she'll still be able to come home. And we'll see, you know, college is such a weird thing nowadays. By the time my girls are in college, who knows what it's going to be like. Uh, they might be in-state, they might do community, they might do online. I don't have any clue, but we wanted to get her a dog soon enough that she would have, you know, the bulk of her life with this dog. And that when she left, it was, it would be okay to leave. I, I remember when I was, I got my first dog, like, I mean, I had multiple dogs when I was a kid growing up. The first dog that was really mine, mine, mine. Uh, I got her when I was about 18 you know like i i lived at home and worked two jobs and went to college and all of these things and i had this so i had this dog and she was mine and i i left her with my parents to go move in with a buddy uh i should have picked the dog because the buddy kind of that whole thing just fell apart and then now my dog transitioned from me to my parents and so she was never really my dog ever again and i've always regretted that and i always felt so bad leaving my dog behind and I wish I hadn't. It's like what I don't have a lot of like legitimate regrets. Like I have some stuff in life, but the one legitimate that I can write down is leaving that dog. So I didn't want her to go off to college and leave her dog like like what I did. So we wanted to get it around my my daughter's gonna be eight. So it's about the right time. My wife started looking. My daughter was reading about the different breeds. She was between a poodle, a golden, and an Australian shepherd. And so we found a golden doodle, which are supposed to be, you know, great dogs, hypoallergenic. And then we found one that was quote unquote reasonably priced because 
what they consider reasonably priced and what I paid for dogs my whole life. Very different. But turns out we got a straight hair golden doodle, so they're not hypoallergenic. Uh, they're gonna look. He's gonna look a lot more like a golden retriever, uh, but he's still got a poodle face, and I, I call him that. Um, and then we fight. So we ended up. We pulled the trigger. My my daughter looked at a couple of them. She picked this one based on his color. He's a real cool color. We went down there. We got him. Uh, you know, she's she's loving him. It's nice to have a puppy. You know, our, our other dog is, she's 11 coming up or 12 maybe now. Um, she's starting to look and feel a little old. And so having a puppy around is, is nice. It kind of breathes a new life into everybody. Even my old dog is kind of, you know, feeling that youth again. It's nice. It's just like whenever there's kids around, everybody just kind of feels younger. It, it has that same thing. And so it's been good, but I mean, it's been hard because like I said, we were on vacation and then we started a tiling, like we're retiling our whole downstairs. So we, we had to move everything out. We're living out of our garage and our bedrooms and our bedrooms and garage are both full of crap. So, you know, we, we have that on top of construction going on and then managing a puppy. It's been, it's been hard, but it's been it's been good not only for, you know, kind of rejuvenating us and, and making us all feel a little bit young again, but it, it's been good for my daughter and she's going to learn so much and I'm already seeing things that she's going to learn and I am also seeing that I need to be a better teacher with her. I'm not a good teacher. That My oldest is the one that I had to, with baseball, like I had to separate myself because she couldn't handle my intensity and I think that's coming across again, but we'll figure it out. She's going to start her PetSmart classes and she's going to learn from a PetSmart instructor and she'll do a lot better. She'll learn from them better than she will from me. I think I'm just too intense for her. Uh, so anyway, there's a lot of things that she's going to learn from this dog. So like one is assertiveness. My, my daughter has started to become very timid. Uh, I feel like people have told her that she's shy and so now she's starting to act shy because she thinks people expect her to be that and so I've just seen this kind of uh, timidness grow in her and it's really kind of a bummer because she's super sweet and people really love her uh, but they don't get to it takes so long to get to know her she doesn't open up and she and it's getting more and more so that one of the things about having a puppy is you can't be timid right? Like if you need to pick the puppy up, he's going to take off running. And like, if you're going to be timid about it, he's just going to run away. He's, he's going to run and jump. He's not going to take you seriously. And so there's this level of assertiveness with a puppy that you have to have. You have to grab him by the collar and scoop him up. You can't just be like, Ooh, uh, Ooh, 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 dancing around him. He he's faster than you. You're going to, he's going to move. Like you have to, you have to pick him up. You have to do the things you have. If he's chewing on the couch, you have to move your body. You, you have to like get up and do something about it. Actually, that's going to be my number two is that on top of the assertiveness, the, you know, the internal piece, the understanding that you can't be timid, but you have to, you have to make a decision and, and go is the going part. So the number, the second big thing I'm seeing is that you can't, you know, words matter. They really do, but they don't matter to animals. And like it, like it or not, we are still human beings. We are still part of creation. And 
we respond to body language and action just like animals do. And so you cannot just sit there from across the room and be like, no, don't do that. No, don't chew on the couch. No, like you have to take action. You have to be assertive. You have to get up, move your body and either physically redirect him into a different toy, swat his butt. If it's the 15th time that you've told him not to do that thing, you know, like you have to, in your assertiveness, you have to also take action you know and i think that's kind of i know it seems weird to to do those separately but when i'm watching my daughter they they're very different the assertiveness is more her disposition rather than being timid you know kind of if the puppy is doing something like backing up and backpedaling versus standing your ground you know it, it's more of who she is in herself how she feels about herself and the timidness being, you know, one that would retreat and assertive being that neutral, confident, hold your ground versus aggressive that would go forward, if that makes sense, right? So it's about confidence. It's about assertiveness, about like, this is my position. This is me. I am the human. You are the dog. The, this is it, right? And it's that internal disposition. And then the action is that I, I think about it like this, and this maybe I'm getting political and everything but you know like there's the whole incident i can't remember his name where the police officer had his knee on his neck the the man died but there's you know 57 people recording it on their phones like why did not a single person take action like why did nobody step forward and try to help the man you know like you could have easily saved his life and that's that's what i'm talking about like there's the the disposition, like there's people who are saying, no, this is wrong. But then there was nobody who took the next step and took action to do something about it. And I, and so that's what I'm seeing here is that like, you, you have to, you can't just say something. You can't just be like, Hey, that's wrong. You have to move your body physically and you have to do something about it. And that's a huge lesson for, for all of us. I mean, like I just said that, that man who was killed, like could have been saved if anybody had just taken a step forward and taken action uh, it, it would have been that easy and it starts small right all of these things everything with kids always start small so it doesn't get any smaller than a puppy to learn that you are the human know your disposition and to learn to take action thank you for listening folks don't forget to like subscribe and share this with all those girl dads you know I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledoo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledoo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.